right, we're back with post-game narratives for this week. Kofi P, Yankwe Zaza here with you. If you guys don't know, we are now on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on PGM Pod. That's, P, that's at PGM Pod, both on Instagram and Twitter. And I'd like to shout out my friend Jay. She's the one that came up with artwork for our page as well as uh, the pod. Uh, Jay's, she's very talented. She's very artistic. Uh, she also had a book that came out a while back called Bloom Uninterrupted. Uh, you can find that on on uh, Amazon. Uh, I encourage encourage anybody who's had any toughest situations or any any traumatic situations, and you had to you know had to go through a tough time, regroup, regrow, you know, self love, all that stuff. So I definitely encourage you guys to listen. I mean, to get the book. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay, for the artwork. It's been great. Got a lot of people who love it. Read a book. <laughs> all right. Um, so you were in Philadelphia. That's why we were off last week. Uh, you want to talk about your experience in Philadelphia? Listen, being in Philly on a Eagles game is actually a very different feeling because you're walking down the street and you're just seeing a bunch of Eagles. You're hearing their weird chant, the E-A-G-L, you know, the Eagles, Eagles, Eagles chant. It was different in that bar. Yeah, you were in the Eagles bar watching, yeah. the, watching your team, the Patriots. Yeah, they, they, they didn't think I was a Patriots fan because I wasn't wearing the Patriots. I wasn't wearing anything. Very Patriots. smart decision. Very smart decision. But when the Patriots would get a first down, they would see me go like, yes. And I saw Eagles fans looking at me sideways. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. We're going to win this game. But these these Patriots receivers are going to be the death of me. Because yeah, that was a close game. I was surprised. I mean, Patriots did cut off to a bad start. They were down 16 to nothing. But they were able to fight back and make it a close game. But that's the point. We can't win games like that. We can't go down sixteen zip and then come back. They're not. They're they're not. They're not good enough for that. And then the receivers don't know to drag their back foot. Then you. This is the NFL. He's a rookie receiver. I I know, rookie receiver. Cool. But this is why I say when y'all didn't get all these good talent receivers, you're gonna be dealing with this. You're gonna be dealing with Juju. He he was on the sideline. Apparently he's still hurt. Devontae yeah. Parker didn't even play. So I'm like, so what are we paying him for if he's not going to play the first game? So it's all that. That was a very interesting game. There's some questionable decisions by both coaches, both by Bill Belichick as well as Nick Seriani. Uh Bill Belichick could have went for a field goal, maybe to cut the lead down further. Should have taken the points. You always take the points. I get it. You're trying to beat the Eagles, but sometimes it's good to take the points. But and that last drive that the Patriots had, that was that was the result of Nick Sirianni going for a fourth and two. For some reason, you're up by five. You should have <laughs> seen been at the bar when he fumbled the ball. When Jalen Hurts fumbled, you could hear a pin drop because no, the camera didn't even keep up when the football uh, when he got the football yeah. strip. So that's why everyone thought. But then the Patriots had it, and they didn't call timeouts. They got a bad delay a game penalty that kind of kicked them out and I was just like, you can't take that that call. That was kind of on the offensive coordinator. Well, Bill, why y'all not calling timeout? So when that happened, now everything's rushed and you saw what you got, but being in Philly, then they sang their little stupid song, but you know, it was good. This is the first time I've ever watched the Eagles game in um, Philly and you know, the Patriots are going to bounce back, but it was a tough way to start the season. 0-1, and it doesn't get any easier. Yeah, you got Miami. Week two, Sunday night football. And we have the Jets week after that. And then we have the, the, the Cowboys after that. So well, this... well, we'll get to the Jets momentarily, obviously. Anyway, how's been the week, man? Uh, it's been good. Uh, still, you know, you know me. I'm not somebody I talk about myself. I'm just, you know, very low me. Just, you know. No, I, mean, I get it. Uh, you know, school year started. Getting the flow of these classes with these kids, North Stars are North Stars are a different animal. Uh, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. You did tell me that you got a job in North Star. Huh? Being there, there's a major difference from um, South Orange to Newark, but it's the the people there. It's the the teachers. They they act like this is <laughs> these are suburban kids. I'm like these are the kids are still from Newark. You you, you gotta you gotta ease up on them. You know, sometimes their parents might might not make a PTA because you know. <laughs> they working. Yeah, so, they working. You know, you know, I'm trying to bring a little change to that, but outside of that, you know, went to Philly, school year started, brother's wedding coming up. So, got a little things coming on the plate, but don't worry, we still going to be dropping some fire stuff for you guys. <laughs> All right.
Well, obviously, the big story in the NFL is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he made his debut for the Jets. Unfortunately for Aaron Rodgers, that only lasted four plays as he <laughs> ruptured. He tore his Achilles, and he's going to be out for the season. He's going to be out for the season, but he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. He said that yeah, he thinks he might be able to come back. Listen, I don't, I don't want the Jets. I don't want any Jets fans having any hope or happiness. Okay, like a good like, buddy Lenny, right? They don't, they don't deserve it. I, I don't want to see gangrene anywhere. Like I don't want to see it. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers is saying he could come back mid-January with all the the healing process that's going on. Yeah, he but, bought his uh, high brought. How you barrel chamber? Apparently, listen, listen. I hope it breaks. We don't need. Let them have Zach Wilson. Let's see what the the young lion can do. Let him roar. Aaron Rodgers, sit back. No, you don't want that. The NFL. Hey, if if the Jets make the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers somehow comes back. Oh, you could tell me, dude. Tell me, the NFL would love that. Yeah, love you that. can see their ratings. Twenty-two million uh, people watch that jet, and that was that was a bad game until the fourth quarter. <sighs> And I know I'm sorry, your Bills. Listen, Josh Allen, bro. He got he, he needs a quarterback guru, or he needs he needs someone in his ear. Cause the thing about him that I see is that if he does the dip and dunking, he gets bored with it really fast, and he's always looking for the home run ball. That's one of the things that are causing a lot of those interceptions. Because ever since he came to the league, he's been leading the league in it, turnovers. You gotta patch that thing up, like. I, I think part of it was that the Jets uh, pass rush. I think that kind of riled them a little bit. Yeah, that's true. But you don't when you're the pass rush going, you're going for the home ball all the time. He throwing it to triple coverage with, on Stephon Diggs. Like I'm like, bro, my guy, you can't do that. Even when the fumble happened, he tried to pick up and go and go get extra yards. Sometimes just fall on the ball and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to say, someone needs to tell him you don't need to be Superman all the time. He even said during the summer, remember, he's like, I'm not going to run anymore. What's he still doing all the time? So he doesn't have that Brian Dable presence. Uh, I saw um, Jordan Palmer that he he's been working with him quarterback for the past a few years. He was on the herd. He talked about how like yeah, Dable, you know, Dable's a special you know football mind, mm-hmm. and really Josh had a respect for him. And nothing against Ken Dorsey, he's been okay, but he's I don't think terrible. I don't think I don't think he has that same level of reverence that he had for Brian Dable. Ken Dorsey, man, like listen, Ken Dorsey wasn't even good in this playing day, so like there's nothing really to say about. Sometimes who you are in playing is who you are in coaching. So there's no, there's no really. If you're not excited as a player, you're not gonna be excited as a coach. Like uh, I, ain't got really nothing to say about it. I know I, you got a little rant. You look, I, I don't really have much of a rant. It's just, it's. I think the problem is, and I think it's in general in terms of the Bills, the Bills fans, or the Bills organization. It's, it's the Sean McDermott and uh, Brandon Bean combination. You know what the Bulls were like before those two got there. Yep. They were a livestock franchise. They made the playoffs 17 straight seasons, which is impossible to do in the NFL. But the Bills were able to do it. Oh, yeah, have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, let's not talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick, all right? He's doing well on Thursday Night Football. Happy for him that, but we're not talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick's career. But the point I'm trying to make is they've, they've done a good job. they built a good roster. Yeah. But there comes a point where it's like, is it good enough, or are you supposed to make that leap? And they haven't made that leap. And I feel like... Brandon B, these some of those drafting decisions have not been great. Like, look at the roster. Seven is their top receiver. Yep. After that, who, who do you got? Gabe Davis is the number three receiver. He's, he's not never taking that step. Like, yo, he I, had that four touchdown game against the Chiefs, he's but he never off of that. Yeah. He's living off. Of, what they always tell you: update your resume. He's not updating it. We all know him for the AFC divisional game yeah. two years ago. Come on, my guy, you need to step it up. And everyone thought he was going to take that next step. He, he hasn't didn't. taken it. Yeah. But also, y'all need a running back. This is the problem. This is what makes Josh Allen run all the time. You need a good running back. James Cook and and who's the other running back? I don't even know the running back. It, right there now. you go. That's the problem. Well, I said it. You should have you gone after either Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey. You need someone that can get the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. You're killing, you're killing, you're going to kill your quarterback like that because now he's going to think he has to do everything. And then Stephon Diggs, he's going to keep talking to him because yeah. they always have, they're always having these little chats on the sideline. It's not a good look. It, it looks like, hey, um, I don't know if you know what you're doing. And then you, that causes that little strife. But I, yeah. I think it's just like the Bills, it's like outside of Allen, outside of Diggs, who's your elite talent? Who's that dominant player on either side of the ball? And they only have that. And I think that's really holding back. 
And obviously Sean McDermott himself, he's he's a conservative defensive coach. And you we've seen that it. issue. We've seen the issues in the playoff games. You can't have that. Yeah. You can't have a conservative defensive coach. You, listen, that's why when he signed that extension, I was like, nah, I probably would have gave him a season, see where it goes. All right, we move on. I, but I think it's, like I said, the Bills fans and the organization are happy. It's like, wow, look at where we are before that. We have Sean McDermott. He's been able to stabilize everything. And I think they're, they're satisfied with that. I agree. I agree. Listen, man. But that was that was a winnable game on Monday. You guys should have won that game. All, and mostly, all you really had to do was just run the ball. Yeah. But once again. Like, I took a shower, 13-3 half. So I was like, okay, this game's over. And then when I, when I was done with the shower, I was 13-6. I was like, okay, this is not good. And then Gary Wilson with that great catch. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah the game's over. I knew, I knew, the, I knew they were gonna lose at that point. Can't have that, man. Yeah. You can't have that. But you know, it it happens. You guys have to bounce back. You guys have an easy game tomorrow. You guys are facing the Raiders. That's when you should know who your team is. If you guys struggle with the Raiders, yeah, yeah. That's when you should be like, okay. I think they'll win, but uh, it depends on it how it, de- goes. it depends on how it goes. You're right. If Allen throws another couple picks again. Uh, Hey, look at Jimmy G. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but for some reason with Jimmy G, teams do well when he's playing okay. So. Because Jimmy G knows who he is. He doesn't try to do too much. He doesn't try to do too little. He stays consistent. He'll give you those 18 for 26, 207 yards, two touchdowns. You see, there's there's times he knows when to check down. He knows when to go deep, deep ball. Yeah, the big third down play in the Marcos game. He ran for it, and that's how they won the game. Because he knows. Do too much. Jimmy G knows he's always a stepping stone. He always knows they're going to be looking for the next guy after him. But what he's going to do, he's going to make it hard for you. He's going to make it hard for you to look at the next guy. Because look what he did. How many times they want to trade Jimmy G? But they were like, ah, he had a good season. Uh, We don't really train Lance like that. Yeah, that was a trade Lance thing. But that's that's him. But I, I I just don't see how you guys. You guys struggle. Sean McDermott or Ken Dorsey aren't looked at. Like, you got to start looking at them now. And you also have to pay, start thinking. Your Super Bowl window might be closing. Oh, I thought that. I thought that as soon as they lost that game, 30 seconds, because the Chiefs. Because I knew Brian Dable was gone. And yeah, I, that, and I, what would that, 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 that happen? You're right. That might have been it. That yeah. might have been it. But I'm saying you need someone new to come in. Because even when I watch Sean McDermott, I don't see any energy from him. I, he's always looking. You, you know how you say he's conservative? He's conservative with his emotions. So I don't, I can't read him. I don't know if yeah, he's happy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's sad. And that's bad for a coach. Like, I need to see you amped. I need to see you animated. Like, we're we about to talk about Dion. Look what Dion does. Yeah. He's there. He's animated. He's got the shades. He's doing this. He's rah rah. And sometimes it's okay to do rah rah speeches sometimes because if you do it at the right moment, it works. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm seeing about Charmin, he doesn't do it at all. So his players aren't feeding off it. You got Stephon Diggs complaining. You got Josh Allen. His press conference speech sounded like a robot. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, like, he sounded really down, and I don't, I don't like hearing that. You're, you're a coach. You got to get him motivated. Look what coach, look, look what coach Prime is doing for his players. Yo, you guys need this? Let me get it. Mm-hmm. I got, got the Rock to come talk to you. Give you a speech. Pump you up. Sometimes that's what. Um, a lot of uh, franchises forget. Sometimes these are players. They, they want to be motivated. They want to. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a different aspect of, to coaching besides X's and O's. Mm-hmm. Some coaches are very good X's and O's, but they're not good in terms of communicating and motivating. Yeah. Um. And like you said about Dayball, look at what Dayball was doing last year. You could tell the Giants were feeding off him. Yeah. Remember, they were supposed to be rebuilding last year. He went to the playoffs, won a playoff game. Now he's got to show it this week. Obviously, he had a bad performance on week one for the listen, Cowboys. Listen, that that's kind of on the GM. You got you got that team nothing. They besides Darren Waller, Saquon, that offense is terrible. But it was bad last year, though. But that's what I'm saying. That's on the GM. Why didn't you go out there and get some? There was a lot of pieces you could have got. Well, their cap situation was pretty bad, so they're they're trying to clean that up. So that's probably that's part of the reason probably why they weren't able to get. As many people as they want to want. Could have got one good receiver, man. Like, and then you gave Saquon that terrible deal. But that's that's here neither neither here or there. I mean, you got Darren Waller, but Darren Waller, how long he's he's always injured. You you can't rely on him. Like hey, he was that. injured this week. He was yeah. So so <laughs> come yeah. on, like that's what I'm trying to say. Like, 
you could have gotten a, you could have gotten a, a solid receiver because I'm like I don't know who the Giants receivers are. I know Hyatt from um, Tennessee, but he's a young player, obviously. You can't rely on rookie receivers like that, like unless they're like big names like Marvin Harrison Jr. Rookie receivers they take like two, two, yeah. three years to like really, really, really get good. So, but you know, but Coach Prime. Oh, uh, before we do go to Coach Prime, you, uh, how do you see this ASG East stacking up quickly? I'm actually really more excited now than I was um, at before going into week one. Because I see the Bills aren't that good. You guys still have a lot of kinks to work out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the Josh Allen thing is going to be a, a lingering problem because he gets in his own head. Whatever. Um, the Jets, they got that. Like, listen. They'll be comparable to the defense. Their defense will keep them in games. Yeah, but you can't rely on your defense to win you games because if you're not scoring and you and your defense is going out there and getting 3-0, 3-0, but you're not scoring, the defense gets tired. Yeah. They need they need you to score. To You can't have – they can't be 3-0 and all game. And then when they score, the other team scores. Now it's 7-3. Now the defense is like, oh, we even kept them to zero points. You can't score. It sucks. It sucks to the defense. You need – you need to you need to reward them by scoring touchdowns and like what I saw from Zach Wilson was he still doesn't get it because he'll throw a bad pass or a bad interception he tries to play hero ball I'm like you were on the Aaron Rodgers a lot you should have taken some stuff from that and I feel like he did but once he gets hit he goes right back into his bad habits and that's what a lot of quarterbacks do. Once that, they that's just how wrong. There you go. Once you get hit, you go back into your bad habits. You go on what made you, what you think makes you good, and that's not really what makes you good. Take your time. Go through your reads. Go mm-hmm. through this. But, like, that's why I'm like, I'm not really worried about them. Now, Dolphins, that's an interesting. The they, they had a good win against the, the Chargers. Uh, sorry about that pick, by the way. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I should have known to not bet on the Chargers. But I was thinking they're at home. It's a game. Well, are they at home? I mean, yeah, well, the, listen, all the Chargers games are road they're games. At home, they're as home as they can be. But I was thinking, oh, they were up. But I didn't think Tua was going to play like that. But see, Tua got bulletin board material from the Ryan Clarks. The Ryan Clarks, yeah. Oh, he doesn't look in football shape. Goes out there, he balls. Once again, it helps. And we got Waddle. It helps. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is really uncoverable. So, and that's also the Chargers defense. My gosh. Like, it's been bad for a while. How do you not fix that? That's why I feel bad for um who's their quarterback? Uh Herbert. Her, just Her, Her, just Herbert. Herbert. Because think about it, I can go out there and score touchdowns, but my defense lets as many touchdowns as I score. And Brandon Staley is supposed to be a defensive coach. So listen, he might lose his job after this season. Oh, he's if gonna they, lose his job. If they don't get this if they don't get this thing. And I'll say out, this. There's somebody they should look at. Yeah, I'm probably not going to like this, but I think maybe, you know, Bill should, you know, if there things don't work out with the Patriots, I think maybe he should go there. Bill can go wherever he wants after the season. So you're fine if he goes to the Chargers? Especially if they have a down season the way they're doing. Bill can go wherever he wants. I mean, <laughs> listen, I think the Patriots. I think, I, think, I think a lot of Patriots fans might agree with you, though. I just think the Patriots need a new voice now because – He's still doing what he did back in 2008. I'm going to get these um, junk piece receivers and junk piece players. We're going to. It's easy to do that when you have Tom Brady. Exactly. I'm like, and I feel bad for Matt because Matt played well. Matt showed me something last week. But it's like when you have to do dipping dunks and you don't have the best receivers. You got Zeke. Come on, Zeke. I get it. He's a, he, can, he can pass block. But like, how far that's gonna get you? Like, you need you need to be explosive. That's the Patriots' problem. Mm-hmm. They're not an explosive team, and most of the best teams in AFC, they're all explosive. You have to match them in some way, somehow. We're not running the ball half the game. Like, I if Bill if Bill does not get more than seven wins, he can go wherever he wants. That that's all I feel. Okay, so wrap this up. Uh, so, who do you think is favorite right now? I would say the Dolphins, the Dolphins. based off of what uh, I, But so I think far. the Patriots are number two. I do think the Patriots are number two. That's not Patriots bias talking? No. Sure Be- about that? I'm sure. I feel, like, I feel like it is. Because I don't know what the Jets are with Zach Wilson, especially on the road. It's easy to do that at home. 
how will he look on the road? When you ain't got that Jets crowd in your ear, that's what I'm trying to talk about. And the Bills, y'all have to work on that offense. That offense to me is... It's very hit and miss. It's like y'all do superhero and Stephon Diggs. Well, it's it's really depending on Josh Allen. There that's you that's, go. that's that's essentially what it there is. Go. There you go. If Josh Allen is looking through his possessions, he's not trying to Brett Favre gunsling. Yep. I think the offense will be fine. But, but he's gonna Brett, Brett Favre armsling. So yeah. there you go. So you know he's not gonna stop his bad habits. That's why I'm just trying to say, the best quarterbacks right now in the AFC East is Tua, Mac, Josh, Zach. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. How the teams are. All right. Okay. Yep. All right. Our second topic, uh, Deion Sanders, obviously. Uh, we're we're taping right now. The game has started between him and Colorado. That's going to be coming up uh, later on tonight against Colorado State. The Colorado State head coach earlier t- uh, this week was had some comments about Deion, but apparently you know, him wearing his hat, sunglasses, he didn't like that. Uh, of course, Deion and his, and his uh, son, as well as some of the other players, they didn't like those comments uh, by head coach Jay, Jay uh, Norville of Colorado State. Uh, so what do you make of all that, as well as uh, how Colorado's doing so far this season? Um, with the co- First of all, on the comments, that's just college football doing what college football does, not accepting change. College football is very stagnant on a lot Very old school. Very old school. The people they talk they NFL uh, can make fun of the college they can make fun of baseball, but they have the same patterns where they're so used to oh it should be this way. Cause even you heard it oh why is he wearing that? Why is he loud? Why is he why is he pointing out? Um, um some reporter people. yeah reporter saying I'm stuff. like Nick Saban does the same thing. He's just coy about it. I've seen Nick Saban be rude to people during halftime show. We don't talk about that. Yeah, I remember that Marie Taylor thing. He does that constantly, but you know what? Oh, that's Nick Saban. But, once again, you black, you can't do that. You can't be yourself. I hate it's Dion because Dion's a celebrity, you know. Oh, he shouldn't be doing this. He should he should, he should, should come in, do what we do, stay buttoned up, do that. I'm like, this is That's football. not Dion. That's not Dion. We know, we've known Dion since I was a kid. I don't know Dion. Dion's always been a charismatic guy. I'm, these players love that. And you know what they, they're seeing is some of their players might go to Dion. Oh, I, I like what he's doing over there in Colorado. I might want to go over there. Let me hit the transfer portal. So it, they're worried about that. They're, that's why they didn't like the transfer portal because they're like, oh, you know, our our yeah. players can just leave when they want. No, we, we can't have that. No, but is it fair that a coach like, for example, um, Brian Kelly, he uh-huh. could just go up and leave before the season ends? I've been it's saying not fair that either. for years. Remember when if you were a player, you could you left for a year? You had to wait out a year yeah, to you, play? Yeah, you had to go to a ju- uh, JUCO college. Yo, I remember, I was like, you do realize they have four years to play. So you're telling me they're going to lose out on a whole year? But a coach can leave, still get paid, and go coach somewhere else. I'm like, yo, y'all got to fix that. But I love what they're doing. I'm, I'm loving what Dion does. I hope Dion puts 30 on their head. Because you need people like Dion to start saying, uh, fighting back. And I love that everyone came out and supported him. Because yeah, The Rock was there, you know, Offset was there. But you know, I also didn't like from that um, the Colorado State coach. You heard the cheers in the background when he said, "Oh, I shake everyone's hand," and you heard the cheers in the background on his audio. And I was like, "See, that's what college football likes. They like, oh, I'm I'm another black man. I'm going with another black man. Love that. They love they love setting us against each other. And then they like, oh, see, they gonna keep each other down. Where his thing should have been." Hey, look, man, I know we're the underdogs, but we're going to play as hard as we can. We're going to give them a fight. I love Dion. Dion's doing what Dion does. I do what I do. That's the better approach to it. When you went that whole show. Well, even if he doesn't like Dion, you can just say You can keep it cordial. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, Dion does his thing. I do my thing. Ain't got to talk about it. But when he went into, oh, I take, I was like, nah, you're hearing stuff from other coaches. That's what other coaches are telling you. Mm -hmm. And you said it. Now you look like boo boo the fool. Talking about Twitter, that's what people been talking about. But you look moving full now. So, but like, I don't like that. I hope Dion keeps going. They're gonna win this week. They got Oregon next week. Oregon, that it's tough, yeah, it's tough one. Then they got USC <laughs> the week after. Yeah, like, we'll see. We'll see how Colorado is. If they can somehow win one of those games, Colorado uh, wins uh, one of those games. They're gonna be serious. Now, yeah. your their, their transfer portal is gonna be bigger than it was. And you gotta give Dion credit. This team from a one-win team. Yeah, to, he, I remember when he first when the rumors were starting that he was going to take the job. I was like, Colorado, you don't want to go there. They're one eleven. That's been a bad program for over twenty years. You don't want to go there. But yeah. hey, 
He, he, he slipped it right off the bat. He got people coming. Think about it. We were watching Colorado football at, on Saturdays. You couldn't tell. You can't tell Dion nothing. Keep doing what you're doing, Prime. I might, I might get myself one of his shades as well out here. You got the money for that? Uh, listen, I'll, find something. <laughs> I'll take an extra shift at, at work. It's <laughs> uh, big overtime, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll teach another class because you know they you get money if you uh, take someone else's class. But uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love what he's doing for college football because he's probably gonna be the face of college football for a little bit. Yeah. I love that. I love. I love that. The Nick Saban. I, I heard his comments on our first day. He was like, "Are you?" Oh, they asked. I think Stephen A. asked him, "Are you going down to NFL?" I was like, "No, no, 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 no. He would. Like, he, he loves coaching kids. He wouldn't work in the NFL. Yeah. He wouldn't work in the NFL. Like those owners, they're even worse than the college football. Well, there's one owner I think would take that chance because he knows Dion really, really well, and that's Jerry Jones. But other than Jerry Jones, I don't think anybody would really want Dion in the NFL. Level. Uh, I think he's he's happy. With yeah, he's that. happy. He he's likes happy coaching kids. That. He likes coaching stay, kids. Stay where you're at. Like, you know, do what you're doing with Colorado, but don't go to the NFL. The NFL's a, a different – that's a different headache. Okay. You know what this segment is? Pepper takes. Yonkway, Pepper takes. And uh, the big story going on right now is Stephen A. Smith. He has some comments on Joe Biden podcast about his former co-host, uh, Max Kellerman. He said that he didn't really like – he didn't really like working with them. He said that uh, he felt the show got stale, that he felt that even though the ratings were still good, that he felt like they were going to go down to number two. And this caused some controversy on Twitter because obviously um, Tara Owens jumped in. There was a uh, infamous uh, spat that they had. It was top about Kyle Kaepernick a few years back where T.O. said that he felt that Max was more blacker than Stephen A, and obviously mm-hmm. Stephen A did not like that. And as a result, T.O. has not been on first take since then. But there's been a back and forth between the two. And I saw a few hours ago, Kyrie Irving had a comment said, "Hey guys, you've got an issue. Why don't you guys just talk it out?" And Stephen A responded saying that that's not going to happen. Obviously, you don't know the situation. He felt like the um, you don't know the situation, but he did say that he felt that he he overreacted. So. That's where it stands now. So, what are your thoughts on this whole Stephen A's comments about Max Kellerman? This whole overall? situation is just weird because I get why Stephen A is upset, but like, like I said, like I was telling you before the show, Stephen A has positioned himself where he can't take those t- type of radical takes like Max t- Max Kellerman does. And the thing is, I'm like, I'm fine with that. I've known who that's who Stephen A is for a minute. I don't all this, and he's probably Max Kellerman is probably black man, like. What's wrong with that? Like, okay, you're a black man. It's cool. No, well, put as a put. That's probably one of the most disrespectful things you could say to a black man saying that I get a it. white person, a white man, is blacker than you. That's nah, nah, I get it, I get it. But you know, it is what it is, man. So, sometimes you just you can't take everything personal. I get it. I get it. He's upset. He's like, yo, T.O., you really stood it. And think about it. It came from another black man too. Yeah. So that's where it probably fucking. Fucking hurt and more because it's like, yo, you came on my show, you told me my partner, white man, it's blacker than me. Mm-hmm. If you weren't to, we'd have to, we'd have to meet after the show. But you to, I, I ain't trying to get involved in all that. But like, I get it. But like, but to me, it's like, uh, to me, it just feels like um, Stephen A's taking Max Kellerman out. He's down. Obviously, got laid off. Yeah, the part of the layoffs. It's like. I get it. You, you probably didn't like Max Kellerman like that, but you don't have to kick him out. It's down at this point. We get it. You don't like you don't like where you're Max Kellerman. It's just it's just petty. Like when Kyrie Irving makes the most sense out of everyone, you should question the situation that you're in right now. Kyrie Irving is cool. Stephen A has been critical of about the the vaccination about apparently they, they, they they've had a personal they've spat, had spat they, themselves. But like I said, that's growth from Kyrie Irving. It's Kyrie Irving saying like, "Yo, I may not like you, but." I don't want to see two black people feuding like that. When this shouldn't be the issue. Right now, we should all be focused on Coach Prime playing in Colorado. They're both in Colorado. Shannon, Sonia, bring them together. Have them sit down. Yo, let's squash this. We can't keep having this. This, this black, these black people fighting each other all the time. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I'm like, and it looks, it looks goofy. Y'all on Twitter, y'all, y'all both in y'all forty, y'all yeah, both in yeah. forties, sitting there talking like. They talk like the way my teenagers talk in school. Hey, yo, um, 
I don't want. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna come to you with my text. I'm. What they say. I bring the receipts. Bro, what, 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 what we talking about right now? Y'all, y'all both got kids. Let this stuff go, yeah. man. But I get it. There's personal issues involved. But I'm just like I just think. Um. Us as black people, we need to stop always finding a way to fight each other. We need to start like figuring to. And I saw something. I saw something before we taped it here. Um, that Steve A is kind of worried because he sees Pat McAfee, and obviously, ESPN they're they're high on Pat McAfee. They probably see him. They're probably positioning him as the next big star. So he's yeah. probably looking at, hey, I got to make sure that hey, ESPN, I'm still the top dog there. So you see with his podcast, all that stuff he's doing. So he's trying to make sure, hey. If he is fan, if they move on from me, I'm so good. So right, I listen. I, I want no one to lose their money, and I get that. That McAfee, that that show, his 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 podcast is great. What he's doing is great. You see, he had the rock on. You see, he had this. But you can't worry about that. If you worry about, it, it's gonna consume you, and then you start doing stuff like that. You just have to do what you do. If it goes wrong, it goes wrong. But guess what? You put your best foot forward. And if they think if they think Pat Max she's higher than you, hey, there's nothing you can do about that. Sometimes it's it's like um, I always I was listening to Colin. He was talking about how um, all um, all these players are getting cut before they're making the fifty three man roster. Sometimes it's not about how good you are. It's about fit. Right now, ESPN's trying to do this. Maybe you're not part of their plan. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. Yo, maybe you go somewhere else. He got, he still got his podcast. He still got his stuff, and like he'll still be good. Shannon's gonna help him out. Like I, I love what him and Shannon have, right? That brotherhood, that's that's beautiful. I love stuff like that. But like maybe yo, I go do the volume. Maybe you go work with Colin. Maybe there's so many options for you. But I'm like you're getting pressed. yeah. He wants to do political. He wants to do politics. Even if you want to go do that, go do that. But you getting pressed about Max, um, not Max government. Uh, Terrell Holmes. Uh, no, Pat McAfee. Taking your spot, so now it's like, yo, anytime someone takes a shot at you, you got to respond to it. Mm-hmm. I just think like that's you getting in your own head. Sometimes it's okay, yo. I did my part. Think about it. He was the highest person in ESPN for a minute. I think he still is, technically. I think someone else is coming up. Yeah, it's always a time. Your time may maybe starting to wind down. Yeah, build. And I love that he's never taking a shot at Pat McAfee. He's never. He's always. He's really good at what he wants to do. But like when he talked about it on Shannon's podcast. You could probably hear what other people were saying in ESPN about Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's getting a little too big. Oh, he's a little he's a little uncool for us. Like we don't like that. Stephen A. probably saw the same thing too, mm-hmm. but he he saw what Pat McAfee built. But sometimes you just gotta let that shit go, man. Like it's okay. Not everything lasts forever. Things come and go. It's a wave. It's all right. You rode the high wave. Maybe you on. You'll yep. be all right. You'll be okay, bro. All right, next pack take is, uh, well, former Dat 70 show star Danny Masterson. Uh, obviously, he was convicted of rape. He's going to serve 30 years in prison, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about his two co-stars, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunitz. They had, um, uh, it was revealed that they had some letters that they sent to the judge, obviously about Danny Masterson's character. Uh, they said he's a good guy, uh, that he's, um, He's a good guy. He's, you know, yeah, he's a good guy. That he's one of the best friends they had. Obviously, the reaction from the public has not been very good. They're idiots for that. So much so that they've resigned from their positions as chair of Thorn, which is an organization they co-founded to protect children against sexual abuse and sex trafficking. So, what do you think? About, what are your takes on obviously? The letter that me and Coons and Ashton Christian wrote and the reaction that has caused. I always say, listen, before you before you put your name on something, make sure you know what you you fucking talking about. Because now you took money out of your pockets because all you heard was, Oh, our boy going to jail, let's go tell people about how good he is. When you should have known, hey yo, he did this. He did really read up on it because now now you look like now you look like morons. Now you look like you're defending the rapist. Because think about it. No one else from that show has stood up to protect him. Why are you guys the only ones? No, no, no. The only real, the only real person I've heard that hasn't really protected is Topher Grace. And what I've heard is Topher Grace wasn't really cool with the rest of the cast like that. He yeah. was off to the side doing his own thing. See, sometimes you got to be on your own. Because then you don't you see a lot of the nonsense. But neither here nor there. And think about it. 
that seventy show. Like they got they got a whole new show. They do that ninety show. Like, yeah, that they, they, show. They, yeah. they got that. I love that yo. They're doing their own thing, but you you don't gotta talk about him. Just yo, we doing our own. I get thing. it. He's your friend, but sometimes it's okay to be like, I I wish the best for him. Yeah, but that's it. Yo, I don't know what he's going through. I remember you made something a joke one time. He was like, yo, if I ever become like um the Bucky. Uh, the one in Soldier, like in uh, Take Me Out. Yeah, you said Take that. Take Me Out. Do not let me out, be out here causing murders and all that stuff. Take Me Out. So the same thing really applies. So if same you do something, thing that really yeah. applies. Yo, if I'm doing some bullshit, do not support my bullshit. If I'm out here doing terrible stuff, do not support me. I've, I've said that since I've been in high school because I don't want you to get involved in my stuff. Like, oh, Zah was a good dude, but. You know, like maybe he's misunderstood. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. all that. That motherfucker knows what he's doing. And that's why, I, like, I heard it. I was just like, "Yo, y'all putting yourselves in a bad situation." Like, just because he's your friend, I'm like, "Come on." They already, they already don't shower, so I think it's probably the smell, <laughs> messing them up, and doing all that other shit. But like, whatever. Uh, to each his own. But like, I hope they move past this and really like understand the situation before they go. But. I ain't got too much on that. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's just weird. And the last one, a uh, bit of a weird story here. Uh, the uh, Mexico Congress, they released pictures of what they believe to be aliens. Obviously, not to be the case, as most people have debunked this, as these alien mummies were technically basically human and animal parts put together to resemble something something else. And the, the skull of these so-called aliens were actually reverse skulls of a llama. So what do you make of this weird story about the Mexican Congress showing what they thought were alien mummies, but not really the case? This is nonsense, man. Like, yo, if there are aliens out there, let it fucking be, man. Like, yo, why y'all, why, why y'all so invested in this? But, like, I... I hey, I man, I, I think there's, there's life outside... I this think world. so of course, too. Of course. But like, why? Why do we always have to search about this? We we're always we're so fucking curious sometimes. Like, yo, isn't there old phrase curiosity killed the cat? Y'all gonna keep yeah. messing around and find something and fuck us all up? Yo, <laughs> let it be. Trust me, if there was something out there and if they had the technology, they would find. They would. They, go they look. would come they, up. They would, they would go, go. They would go look for it. Like, yeah. this is how fucking curious we are as people. Man, I love I love how they can find all this shit, but we still haven't found Tupac and Biggie's murders. Come on, man! Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> we can find all this shit, but we still can't find who killed Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> but I, I'm just—it's a little upsetting because the government will put money into this, but they—you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go on tangent. <laughs> yeah, on that yeah, shit, yeah. Man. I can tell, but like, I can tell. yo, it's some bullshit though. Like, I don't give a, like. I'm at the point in my life. Yeah, where, I saw some memes on Twitter. People was like, yo. Aliens, uh, we got bills to pay. Bro, like, I still, got, I still got to go work. What, what the fuck, aliens? Y'all been found dried up aliens. What the fuck they got to do with my shit? I still got to go out there and teach these badass kids to try and make them to better people. What the fuck about what y'all doing, man? Like, yo. Hey, if they come destroy us, they destroy us. It is what it is. Bro, it was a good life. <laughs> it was a good life, man. I ain't got much to complain about, bro. Like, yo, it was a good life, man. Yeah. All this, all this random shit, man. Like, People always want to do something. Yo, let's go look at the Titanic. Yo, let's go do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, like, that, yo, yeah. just just chill. Like, yo. Yeah, sometimes it's better not to know. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignorance is bliss sometimes, man. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, As you guys know, we have a segment called MVP Picks where we pick three games each week. I went two and one last week. Yankee went over three, and right, obviously you don't gotta keep matching my record. All right, like listen, the football guys didn't want me to have that win victory. That's all it was. The football guys. Hey, that got, got big reaction. You know, people were trying to say, "Hey, you were wrong, Yankee." What's some haters? All right, listen. <laughs> but when I win this week, I want I want no one talking to me. All right, talk to me nice when I win, guys. You go first. All right, my picks are: I got Dallas over the New York Jets. I have Detroit over Seattle, and I have Cleveland over Pittsburgh. Always taking these safe ass bets. Listen, I'm going with the Jaguars over the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are good right now. I really think right now people are seeing that they're flawed. Not flawed like last year where they came back and they they made everything work for them. I really think the Chiefs are flawed right now. Yeah, the receiving core. The receiving core is bad, but it's like Pat Mahomes has to do so much that he didn't have to do last year because he even had Juju. He had um. 
the other dude that left? Uh, McCall Harmon. McCall Harmon. So they could probably do some. Now you got people. You got the Rice guy. You, you got, got Darius Tony. Darius Tony. You got. Oh, he can't catch. Four. Four. Four passes. Right in. Yeah, one went for a return for a uh, interception, return for a touchdown. So I'm seeing all that. Then you have Matt Nagy. I've never understood that as a hire. But he was there before. He was there previously, and then he went to Chicago, and now he's back. So. But look what he did in Chicago. Look at the flame mess that he left in Chicago. They still not recovered from that. You bring him here. Oh, we don't like Eric. Uh, we think we can win without him. Now look what you guys are at. That offense looks dead. If Patrick Holmes ain't on his feet running, where's he going? And Travis Kelsey, think about it. He don't get, go- he don't get double teamed all the time. So it's going to be yeah, on the he's already He's already gippy as it is. So And that hamstring injury, that doesn't – go away. Like, that's a lingering thing all season. I remember I had a hamstring play. That was leaving me for, like, maybe three games. Like, you don't heal that fast. Like, I love that he's coming back. But even Chris Jones, he's not in football shape yet. Think about him. He didn't practice. He didn't do all that. It's going to take him a while to get to game speed. Game speed and practice speed are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand. Yeah, he might look good in practice. But when he's getting blocked, he's getting tired, he's not conditioning, all that stuff tries... But, like, I don't think the Chiefs are that good. Um, I'm sorry, Nick Wright. I know you went 20 and 0. I don't know why he ever did that. That's. It's. A, it's well, all right, I'll say this. These shows, they know what they're doing. It's hot takes. It's a hot take show. It's all about, hey, clicks. Let's get attention. Most, most of these shows, they're not, they're not trying to do any legit sports talk. It's all about. Uh, I, I disagree with you, or it's, uh, oh, let me say something so ridiculous that people are going to talk about it. That's yeah. what that is. I, I agree, but that, that was ridiculous. There was no way in the world this this. And he knew scene. that. He knew that. He, he got a whole tattoo. I'm like, bro, I get it. But to get something inked in your body and you knew it wasn't happening, that's a little wild to me. That means you're going more than beyond just click takes. That's what I'm trying to say. That, that just shows you are a fan fan. Like, there's a difference between, that's a fanatic. That's a fanatic. I get it. He's trying to think the Chiefs are the next dynasty because he's like they're trying to take over the Patriots. I get it. You got the baby goat. You got all that type of stuff. Mm. But that offense does not look good. They get real sluggish really fast because either their receivers don't get open, and even when they do go open, they drop the ball. Mm-hmm. Now you're making Patrick Holmes do too much. Now Patrick Holmes. And honestly, I'm not going to put it all on the receivers. He was missing some throws too. But this is what happens when you don't play in preseason. You don't get those reps in. You don't get that. You don't get all that type of stuff in. Well, they did play. They, they, um, he played a little more than most quarterbacks, though. In the and, and he still didn't get the reps in. But look at, but like I said, even week one, you saw all the rustiness. Look, um, look at Joe Burr. He didn't play. He looked bad. And that's one of my picks. I'm going with the Bengals beating the Ravens. Once again, he looked bad week one. Can't get anything going because he doesn't have chemistry with Chase or Higgins because he didn't play all preseason. Yeah, I thought, about that, I thought about that game, but I saw the Ravens. A lot of players injured right now, so that's what kind of even the Ravens. Lamar didn't look good either. Don't play. I got my money. Now you're gonna re- relax. Now you're not gonna play in the preseason. What are we talking about? Like you, as this is something that it's like riding a bike. You got to keep doing. It. You got to keep getting better at it. And these players, they just don't want to do it anymore. And my last pick, I'm going with same with you. I'm going with the Cowboys over the Jets. I just think the Cowboys defense. Is that's that's something else. That yeah. defense is just ears back. They're just they're just going. And think about it. That's Zach Wilson's first start of the season. That's that's a tough at, one. At Arlington, that's gonna be tough. Whoo! He has. But that's why I said. That's why I said he's. Um, they're so forth to me because now you're going on the road. That's tough. Think about it. Cowboys got Super Bowl expectations. They ain't not worried about what Zach Wilson got going on. They are gonna be. They might try to pitch another shutout. You got Gilmore and you got Dix, Trayvon Dix. On both sides, like yo, Stephon I remember when we the Patriots had him. He's great. Yeah, now I remember, you, yeah, I remember he's in the Bills. We drafted him, yeah. You got Michael Parsons coming in every like listen, what they did to the Giants, that that looked bad. Like but <laughs> but once again, Dak doesn't have to do much. Dak really has to be a game manager. That's all Dak has to do. That's probably what they want him to be, honestly. But that is, but you know, that can be good. But you got to tell the other players that because you know who's going to start complaining? Their receivers. Mm-hmm. Be lame. I'm not getting the ball because sometimes the receivers they want to win, 
But me, let me let my stats look good too. Yeah, let I me saw, get ten receptions. You saw AJ Brown on Thursday. He's always complaining. I'm like, bro, you can't keep doing this on live national TV. You calling out Jalen Hurts? Then this is why they call it receivers divas because y'all winning, but I ain't get my um, I ain't get my 150 yards. Yeah, because he saw the um, Devonta Smith getting his touchdowns. Why can't I get mine, bro? Why are you thinking like that? Yo, we won. Nah, no, <laughs> I didn't win. I didn't do this. I didn't get a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, you missed me on a pass, bro. What we talking about? We won. They can't receivers sometimes they can't ever be happy about it because they always trying to get their stats. Not, don't get me wrong, I get it, but don't don't yell at him in front of TV and all that type of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. CD Lamb, he don't start getting his, he gonna complain too. Dak, fuck you doing? I'm open. Give me the ball, bro. We up because they about to play the Jets. What if they up twenty zero mm-hmm. and you see CD Lamb complaining? It's just this is a bad look. But, you know, that those are our MVP picks. Well, let me just explain my eyes a little bit. So, I like Detroit because, obviously, Detroit, uh, that's a sexy pick. Seattle didn't really look all that great against L.A. last week. So, I like that pick. Cleveland, uh, that's a, I, I'll admit, that's a bit of a risky pick. Uh, the, the, the Browns with the reputation. But, I feel like, you know what, I think they're going to be a little better than what we thought. Even though I, Deshaun Watson didn't play all that great. I like how their defense played week one against uh I think Cincinnati. Deshaun's going to... He's gonna bounce, but he's still finding himself. He's still finding the offense. He's mm-hmm. getting back in the rhythm, but like, yeah, they'll be good. Um, the Steelers, I don't know what the Steelers are, and that's. Uh, a, but I feel like the Steelers, they they always find a way to win eight nine games. So I, I feel like that's. But you can't keep starting all these seasons zero and two, and all then you have to win seven straight. Like that's. I mean, that's tough, but somehow they seem to do it. Listen, and Kenny Pickett. Maybe it was just because they were playing the Forty ers but I, I'll give him a break on that one. But. Like, bro, even the second quarter, they only had, like, maybe 15 yards of offense. That's not that's not game-changing. Yeah, like, I, I thought people were a little high, too high on the Pittsburgh. I heard people like, oh, you know, they could possibly make the playoffs. I was like, eh, I, I'm not, I'm I not sure about why that. why anyone ever said that. that I think people I think people are like, you know what, because Tomlin, Tomlin's mm-hmm. always, he's never had to lose a season, yeah. all that. Credit to Tomlin. Yeah. Credit to Tomlin to win. Seven winning season every season you coach, that's And it's Pittsburgh too. You know, they've been they'll you know, they'll they'll get rid of people. And actually they won't get rid of people. They coaches. won't get rid of people. But um But people don't like Tomlin for obviously. I know Bill I know who is it? Um Teddy Bradshaw uh Terry Bradshaw doesn't like Tom Tom um Tom uh Tomlin, Tomlin, Tomlin. Yeah. He talks about it all the time. He's going on Collins uh show and he's talking about oh he's he doesn't that and I'm like, but he's winning. But once again, it's all that oh he he does he does it in a way that I don't like, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But well, what about your other pick? I did, I also had the Dallas with the Jets, yeah, so, yeah, so we yeah, already talked about yeah, that. We talked about that, but uh, I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna talk about the Patriots this week. I'm not gonna jinx them. <laughs> I feel like I jinxed them. I'm not gonna talk about them. Let them do what they gotta do. I don't want the football guys coming down cursing me. And we we'll ha- we also have a we also have a shorter video on social media where we just we have a short discussion on our picks as well. You guys seem to like that, so we'll, we'll do that once again. Uh, close the thoughts. Uh, Coco Golf won the U.S. Open. Yeah, happy for her. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. I love the energy. The Sabalenka girl, listen, she is great for TV because you can literally see every one of her emotions. If she had a bad serve, if she had a great serve, she's fist, she's, she's fist bumping, mm-hmm. she's Throwing her t- her racket if she didn't serve, but I loved it. Golf was quiet; she didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. She slowly kept winning, winning. I remember after the first set, I thought I was like, "Yo, Sabalenka about to take this," but golf never backed yeah, down. Yeah, she came, she back. came yeah. back. She won that second set, then she won the third set. I was like, "Great, beautiful." I loved every second of it. I love seeing someone like that. She's nineteen. Yeah, she was. She's been coming for the last few years. You know? Nineteen. Yeah, great. Love it. Black excellence. Black excellence. <laughs> I loved it, man. Like, I... She got my respect, man. It was better than the men's tournament. I didn't even watch the men's tournament championship. Because we all knew who was about to win. Yeah, Djokovic, yeah. Come on. Come on. Like... Yeah, I hope, I hope, yeah. You know, I hope she gets some more next year, you know. Obviously, Wimbledon. Australia Open. So, I hope she wins all those uh, oh, majors. I hope she wins. Majors. 
don't think she's gonna win all of it, but I hope she wins at least at least one, one more, one, yeah. one more, one yeah. more. Let her get one more, let her get one more. She's yo, she got time. Yeah, like, she got you know, time. Yeah. You know, like I'm loving it. I lo- I'm loving it. You know, the women's field kind of it's in flux right now. Yes, so. yes, yes. Meanwhile, the men's is just stale as bread. You're not a Ben Ch- Chelsea kid. You know, I I think he has some potential there. You got to get through a, a lot. Yeah. Like, you know. It is what it is. But proud of golf, black mm-hmm. excellence. You went in, keep going, girl. Like, we're we going to be watching either way. We're going to be watching. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, your, your show, One Piece. Obviously, <laughs> we didn't get a chance to talk about the, the live action. Its first season concluded, so I'll let you, you know, have at it on that. Oh, we ain't going for season two. Greatest anime show of all time. I'm trying to tell people. Telling people the story. I don't like everyone get, getting on the gang now because guess what? It's a fun thing to do. Y'all wasn't there when we was getting made fun of. Y'all wasn't there when it was like, oh, Naruto's better. Y'all was out there running like stupid-ass ninjas while we was trying to be pirates and oh, shit right. like that. <laughs> I remember uh, you had a Twitter test with our good buddy uh, Chris Myschool. He was like, Cowboy Beep. But he was like, oh, but the live action in Cowboy Beep was not that very was good. terrible. <laughs> I, first of all, I couldn't get through the first 30 minutes because they were trying to do it. I always feel like they was trying to do anime shows very bad justice. They try to make it too real, and that's what kind of hurts it because Cowboy Bebop is in the future. So, like, I kind of got that. But, like, what they did with One Piece, you can tell it was love, it was care. They did everything. The characters love the show. Like, they do everything that they'll see a Luffy, a Sanji, Zoro do. It's beautiful. And I love that Oda is totally checked in. He does a lot more than what people think he does. He was there when they've had that first showing for that first episode. He yeah. was in the back. Yeah, I heard uh, some of the rewrites and some of the reshoots for his idea. If he didn't like something, they would have to redo it again. But that's what you have to do. This is your product. This this outsold Batman. This is number two selling comic in the world. You can't ha- leave this up to Netflix writers who don't know it. Because guess what? They'll have their own interpretation and they can mess it up. This thing's about to outsell Superman. This thing's out- about to outsell Superman. Be number one. I sold Harry Potter. I sold Spider-Man. I sold Batman. We, you can't lead this up to chance. This is too big of a series to let this up to chance. Oda's doing some great work. I'm loving what he's now, doing. Now, I did, I did read that um, the whole Kafu with the Marines, that's something that's a little different from the anime, from the manga to, to yeah, the Yeah, I, I, I knew that was going to be different. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it because Luffy's grandfather is a Marine, they they kind of showed it a little too early, but but they want an obvious yeah, conflict. Yeah, I, I got it. And, and yeah. that's why even when even if you I'm not gonna spoil anyone. If you saw episode eight, it kind of made sense because they went into Garp's character because he is a really jovial type of old man. Like he he's upset that Luffy's a marine, but he's also proud of him because he's like, yo, it's my grandson. He's gonna do. He's gonna be big no matter what he on, even though he wanted to be a marine. So. I got past that. The actors they picked, once again, kudos to that casting crew because they got it down pat. Everyone feels like they are one of those people, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's always respected. Naruto, y'all, y'all to the side. <laughs> Listen, we taking over. We've been the number one of the big three of One Piece, Naruto, Bleach. We number one. We got the best anime. We got the best live action, and we got the best manga. Top three. Give go to his credit, man. Give go to his credit. All right, that's that does it for post game narratives, and we'll see you next time. Kofi P. Yankwe Zaza, we are out. We out. <laughs>